Uh, and joining us on the phone, we spoke to her yesterday, Amelia mm. Adams, live from America's capital, Washington, D.C. Mate, things have really escalated since we spoke to you yesterday. Yeah, they certainly did, and it was uh, a pretty scary situation overnight. The um, and, you know, to see, to see buildings opposite the White House on fire, bonfires in the street, um, we were caught up in some pretty hefty tear gas throwing. There were rubber bullets. The curfew kicked in at 11. It took about three hours for police to clear the streets. Um, so, look, it was awful and it was, it was sad, you know, to see the nation's capital burning. Um, in contrast to that, I'm now back here and we're actually at the Capitol building. We've just marched with protesters from the White House again. Um, and it is a beautiful, peaceful protest. Um, they're all kneeling, and uh, they're kneeling at the very strong police line here outside the Capitol building, and they're, they're asking them to take the knee with them to kneel uh, in memory of George Floyd. And uh, at this point, none of the officers here have. Um, but there was a moment, about half an hour ago, we walked past Trump's International Hotel here, mm. and uh, there was an African-American officer, and he knelt with the protesters. And I can't, I can't describe oh. how powerful it is when that happens, because... These people are here to ask for empathy mm. and just to say, listen, you know, listen to us and look at us and mm. show us that you know the system's broken and that you can do better. Yeah, right. As the, look, we um, we were watching yesterday on the news and um, well, we actually heard this happen. Uh, when I started talking to you, Mark... Whoa, flashbang. We're okay. Thank you, sir. Were you scared at that point when there were, you know, essentially bombs and gunshots going off in the background while you were doing a live cross on TV? Um, yes, I was scared is the answer. I've been in some pretty hefty riots before, actually, um, but I had a, I was better prepared because I had a helmet on and I had a, <sighs> a vest and whatnot, and I was very aware yesterday we flew in um, unexpectedly from Florida from the SpaceX launch, so, you know... <laughs> An insight into the life of the correspondent, yeah. uh, and went went straight with no sleep and no gear to the uh, oh, to the scene, and it, it escalated so quickly as we we're on air for several hours. So um, I was scared, but I also have have been in a lot of flashbangs and, and stuff before, um, and I also did just have a security guard <laughs> turn up literally before that moment that you just played. He'd arrived, so I knew that I had someone watching my back and my oh, camera's back, and I knew that Lord. it was really important to. You know, we really don't want to um, glorify or dramatise this situation. It's mm. really important to show the violence and the element that is um, attacking authorities, the element that is setting things on fire. And it's mm. important to show that stuff to, you know, to your listeners, to our viewers. But it's as important, in fact, probably more important to me to show the stuff that um, you'll see shortly on the Today Show, which is how this started, this very peaceful but very loud and very powerful movement for change. Oh, mate. Go to America, they said. It'll be, it'll be a great assignment, they said. <laughs> yeah, better than Go Iran. Go to Disney or World. Iran, yeah. uh, Amelia, yeah, I got a, a message from my husband this morning saying, how do you feel about moving to Queensland? I was like, I'll get <laughs> mate, back come. to you. Yes, babe, you can be the street. Mate, we'll put you in the studio. We'll hook you up with a house. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be uh, Nick, Beth, and Amelia Adams. And you've done. Yeah. Oh, he's a smart man. Uh, <laughs> hey, Amelia, overnight, one of the biggest things that's come out, it's hitting the news at the moment here, is Donald Trump calling the governors of the cities weak 
and saying they need yeah. to be stronger and crack down. Has that reached the streets? Has that reached the protests around you? And how are they feeling about that response from their president? Yeah, look, some people are aware of it. I think one of the issues here is that the president hasn't appeared in public. Mm. He hasn't gone on camera, and that's really seen as quite cowardly. He was in a bunker at the White House yesterday as the oh. violence took off, and he said those comments in a phone conference, usually with those governor's teleconferences. They'll have a camera there. The White House will put it up. There was no cameras. Oh, really? Um, we've listened to the audio. Yeah, so it's not on camera, but we've listened to the audio, and he does talk to the governors about... Cracking down, saying, don't be weak, we've got to dominate the streets, we've got to really roll out the National Guard. He's talking about the rioters and the looters and the criminals, and I have seen that. I mean, that is that is true. These people are criminals, the people that are doing um, the burning and the sealing and the trashing. Um, however, the concern is, and a lot of governors on the call really made it clear that they weren't, they weren't happy with his tone, because that it could incite more violence here when people hear the president saying you know what we're going to do? We're going to roll out the National Guard and we want to crack down even more. They think he's talking about the whole movement. They yeah. think he's talking... And they say, well, hang on a second. We are peaceful. We, we're asking you to listen to us and to talk to us and to affect some change and you're going to send more tanks to the streets? Mm. And that is not helpful in this situation. And then he then sent his press secretary uh, to answer reporters' questions and she, as you would expect, she defended him and said, oh, no, he's very busy being briefed by generals and he is taking a lot of action. He's not hiding. Um, but I think at this time uh, in America, you know, people expect him to front the cameras and, and answer some tough questions. You can't be hiding more than what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He's a toothless tiger. He's done. He's challenging other people's... Ma anyway, it's, you could only be hiding more by running away to You know Hawaii. what? I actually sometimes pray at night, and I, I like, oh, genuinely God. pray <laughs> that Donald Trump will not get elected again because... He, gosh, he has caused so much pain. Well, there's, it's well did just you see divisive. his tweet this morning? What did he say he this morning? He tweeted this morning as everyone was calling for him to show his face, a simple tweet that said November uh, yeah. 3. That is the election date. So that, that's where his mind is today. Amelia Adams, look, thanks yeah. so much, for, mate. Thanks for taking a bit of time. We really appreciate it over the past couple of days. You personally are doing such a fantastic job in a situation that you had no idea. We can hear things teeing off behind you. We'll let you yeah. get to your real I'd job. I'd also just like to say nine. quickly that throughout it all, you look great, babe. <laughs> <laughs> the backpack is a great look, Your mate. hair is amazing. <laughs> oh, I've got sweat patches. I'm wearing this bloody backpack. I look like Dora the Explorer, but you know what? We're just going to take everything and roll with it today. Oh, <laughs> Amelia Adams, Channel 9 correspondent, live from Washington, D.C. We've got to get to the news, but my goodness, it is wild over there. Get up with Nick and Beth. On hit.